You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, Diverse Abilities is Dorset's disability charity supporting children and adults who have profound physical and learning disabilities. The, the organisation was started way back in uh, 1955, so it's been going for a long time. Now, joining me to tell me a little bit more about the organisation and some fantastic events which are happening over the next few weeks is Naomi Richards. Good morning to you, Naomi. Good morning. Yeah, and welcome to the studio. Here we are. We're allowed to let people back because the, uh, we're now in tier two, aren't we? So here we are, socially distanced and all of that. Now, obviously, I, I, in the introduction there, I gave a little bit of information about, about uh, diverse abilities. But tell us a bit more. Um, how did you first come to, to work for the organisation? Yeah, so um, at university, so I studied uh, media and communication, actually. Um, But I was always involved in sort of charitable um, activities. So I climbed Kilimanjaro. I built a playground in East Africa Africa, um, and um, did some local volunteering, which is where I um, first knew about Diversibilities. So um, it was actually Bournemouth Uni's Charity of the Year. Um, that year Um, so I kind of got to know about what they do Um, so when the job opportunity came up once I left university um, it just kind of felt right and fit into place so yeah um, I love working here it's great Um, we support over 1,600 people and their families across Dorset both adults and children Um, and we provide over 200,000 hours of support so yeah it's a a great thing coming to work and knowing that you're making a difference with every hour that you work I guess. And I suppose particularly at at this time because you have you have residential facilities as well don't you and um, and a lot of outreach work but I guess that all the challenges of Covid would have would have had a major impact actually on the people that you work with and of course on the organisation itself. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the people we support obviously are at risk and very vulnerable. So a lot of them have had to self-isolate for a majority of this time. Um, we've had to adapt our services very much so, um, but we've definitely continued to provide the support that we do throughout the whole period. So we, um, during the you know the more severe lockdowns, we did a lot of um, one-to-one phone calls, video calls. We recorded videos to help with sensory activities, um, to help support carers and families looking after um, their loved ones. So Yep, we did a lot of stuff like that. And when, as soon as it was possible to kind of reopen and provide some respite and some support to those families, um, we did straight away, obviously all within guidelines along with restrictions. So, um, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we, we definitely are looking forward to getting back to normal. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, one of the things that intrigues me uh, is that you guys are really brilliant at coming up with lots of ideas. We're going to be talking about some of those things in the and things that are happening over the next few weeks and so on. But who comes up with all the ideas? I mean, do you lie in your bed at night and then all of a sudden the light comes on and you go, Eureka, another brilliant idea, and then pitch it to the team? Or or how does it work? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we do think outside the box. I think to sort of be fundraisers, you have to think a certain way and you sort of uh, don't really take on... um, we don't say no. We don't take no as no, really. We just sort of rethink and re, um, re-see how we can visit that, basically. So, um, yeah, we're all quite creative. Um, a lot of them do come in kind of light bulb moments, but also when we kind of sit together as a team and kind of bounce off of each other, um, that's kind of when 
most of our best ideas come up um, and then we sort of just think through the logistics and run it by uh, the powers that be to help us kind of enforce that. Um, but yeah, no, we've had to really think outside the box um, over this period. Um, but yeah, we've continued to um, to do that. We've kind of gone a bit Christmas mad this year, um, which we'll soon uh, have a little chat about later. Uh, but we're definitely taking that in our stride. This is Hope FM. Clearly, as, a, as, a, as an or- charitable organisation, that y- obviously there's you have to raise lots and lots of money and you're on the team that makes that 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 sort of possible um the um has it been more difficult you know during all, well really because because the lockdown's been going on for, since march hasn't it and on and off and up and down and of course we're still not finished but uh, i'm in a moment or two we'll, we'll start talking about some of the wonderful ideas that are that are coming our way but it, but it can't be any easy task yeah, no, um, it's been challenging <laughs> for sure, but I think it kind of has for all all organisations, um, whether it's companies or charities. Um, there were parts of it were a little bit standstill, but we've got um, some really good support and some amazing supporters of diverse abilities. So um, when sort of the when it all started happening, uh, we kind of put out um, a general pill for funds to help us because obviously we were continuing our support and we had the added. Um, expense of PPE and all of that so um, basically we got quite a lot of support through that and that was amazing Um, and then we just continued to do what we could throughout the time period Um, and then as soon as we kind of were able to start doing things virtually um, and basically (laughs) within guidelines we just um, we've started getting that up and going as soon as possible. Well, let's talk about some of the ideas you've been doing. You've just completed an amazing auction, which I presume was online, was it? Yeah, no. Um, so we obviously we normally have our gala ball every year, which is our hugest fundraising event. Um, we weren't able to do that. We actually did try to do a sort of at home style come dine with us event where we were going to deliver. Yes, I, yes, I remember talking yeah. <laughs> yeah, about that. Karen came in and spoke yeah. to you guys she about did. it. She, she had my gastro juices running you know yeah the food looked amazing but um unfortunately due to all of the changes again in this the restrictions we weren't able to do that so we had an auction planned anyway uh we decided to go bigger and better with that so we had some amazing prizes um and lots donated by charities um by people that support us um and we raised i think it was about six thousand five hundred pounds um that's net. So after everything that was sorted, um, and that's literally amazing. It was really exciting on the night. I was sort of watching it. It was my Saturday night entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it work? Was it like a sort of eBay where you put your bid in and uh, the highest one eventually gets the prize? Yeah, so our auction house, they set up um, a website um, and you obviously had all of the pictures of the lots um, and you could then bid on it and put in your minimum or maximum bid. So um, there was often some bidding wars between people. Uh, which <laughs> a was, bit of fun, yeah. Yeah, it was really entertaining. Um, and then um, the cutoff point was 10 o'clock on Saturday night. So that's uh, the last 10 minutes was when it, it got very uh, tense. Uh, but it was so much fun. Um, and like I said, yeah, we raised nearly seven grand, so it's amazing. Yeah, fabulous. Well, now, back to the drawing board, and, and you're just about to launch uh, Christmas baubles, jumpers and cards. Well, all of those things are in abundance at this time of the year. So what's the idea? Yeah, so we decided to open our very own online Christmas store. 
So um, we sell Christmas cards um, every year. Um, they're actually designed and created by the children down in our specialist school, Landside School. Um, so they're really cute. They have a picture um, on the back of the child who designed them um, and a little bit about them. So it's a really nice um, feel-good card. Um, we do a pack of 12 of them. So one of them's five seventy-five, or you can get three packs for £11.50. So... Um, they normally go down very well. Um, so if you're thinking of, uh, yeah, donate to a charity whilst also send your Christmas cards out this year, then please um, visit our website. But, um, yeah, so we do that anyway. Um, and then we decided what more can we do. So we decided Christmas jumpers. So we've got four different da- designs, <laughs> which you are very much lovely wearing one right I'm now. I'm not wearing yours, though. So <laughs> you, you should have no. brought, brought something and then made me buy it. Oh, right. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, you missed a trick there. <laughs> I know. I'm going to come in with a whole lot of things next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but your one is very nice. Um, so, yeah, we did Christmas jumpers, four different colours, four different designs by lots of different people that are involved in the charity. Um, they're really cool. Um and they're very festive. So we did those. Um, and then we've also got our handmade um, wooden ball balls. So this kind of originated from an idea, well, and a campaign that we had going in the summer. So um, during lockdown, you could um, donate £5 to Diverse Abilities and we'd send a little packet of seeds to someone that you loved or someone that was in isolation so that they could plant the sunflower. It could grow during that time. And it kind of signified growing together and getting through this time together. Um, so that was a really nice campaign and um, we also provide the opportunity to send the packs on to local care homes um, and also the people that we support. So it was really lovely um, and it went down really well. So we decided to do a, a version of that but with Christmas baubles instead. So that's kind of where the idea came from that one. It's even better that with the cards and with the baubles that they're actually being made by the folk that you're working with. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, it's really nice to get them involved, really. Um, and it, they love it. Um, and it, it's nice for them to see the, the product at the end as well. Um, and it's just all about what we are and what we do. And we kind of want to make sure that we carry on doing that through everything. So if somebody wants to have a look and, and buy, more importantly, buy, folks. <laughs> yes, uh, <please>. <laughs> uh, I guess, is, it, are the, is the produce all on your website shop? Yeah, so uh, diversabilities.org.uk slash the dash christmas dash store um hyphen other than dash um but if you go onto our website they'll it'll all be clear on there you can click on get involved so it's diversabilities.org and then look for the link to is it christmas shop is it, is it? um yeah the christmas store christmas store fantastic yeah. i shall do that myself thank you <laughs> this is hope fm today uh, my focus has been on uh, diverse abilities in dorset they're a disability charity supporting children and adults with profound uh, physical and learning disabilities uh, been in existence since 1955 but naomi richards who's on their fundraising team has you've only been with the organization just before lockdown haven't you yeah, no, I joined um, Diversibilities about two months <laughs> before COVID hit. So, um, yeah, I've had to hit the ground running. Um, so you have had a real baptism of fire, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's great. The team are great and um, be nice to get some time with the services again um, after all this is all sorted because the work that they do is incredible. Well, good news today, of course, that the first the first uh, round of vaccines has now been approved. So, so I guess within the next couple of weeks, people will start be able to get their their, their jabs. And of course, the most vulnerable will, will be top of the list. Yeah, it's such such good news for us. Um, 
They, yep, they'll be uh, definitely at the high of the top of the list, which would be great. Um, so our job is just to make sure that we can, you know, get that through and get them sorted um, and the vaccine to them as quickly as possible. Um, make sure that they're at the forefront of of the line, basically. Um, but yeah, no, very exciting. Um, very good news for, for everyone, I think, but especially <laughs> for those that we support. Now, I discovered diverse abilities, at least my wife discovered diverse abilities a couple of years ago, uh, because we have a problem every Christmas, like probably a lot of people who buy real Christmas trees, none of this artificial stuff, but <laughs> the real ones, they, with the pine cones and so on. Uh, well, what do you do with them after the festive season? Diverse abilities have come up with the answer, so I'll let you tell them what the the, the, exci- the exciting service is, and of course what it does. Yeah, so um, this is our fifth year of doing our Christmas tree recycling campaign. So we all of the volunteers to get together, the staff, um, we jump in our vans and we go around and collect up all of your Christmas trees. So um, yeah, we do that for a donation of ten pounds. Uh, we'll come and grab it for you um, and then we recycle it so it gets turned into compost and then reused. So it's great for the planet, it's supporting a local charity and it's helping you with your need <laughs> so that uh, your tree doesn't sit in the garden for six to eight months um, or, or likewise <laughs> have to get put in your car, taken to the tip and all the needles go everywhere. Um, so it's, yeah, it's um, a very popular service actually. We normally get at least 1,000 trees booked in. We've got 400 booked in already. Uh, which is quite amazing seeing as some people probably even have their trees up yet but um, yeah it's very good Um, and for us obviously this year it's just as important as ever before Um, obviously we haven't been able to do our fundraising events um, and that's sort of we've taken quite a big hit with that so this is a campaign that can go ahead no matter what we work with the council so it's really really good um, and it's a fabulous service. I mean, the last two years, we, we, we have put our Christmas tree out in the front garden and uh, never quite sure, you know, because obviously, you, you know, you have to give a bit of flexibility in terms of pick-up time and so on. But it's always been very efficiently done and the Christmas tree's picked up. And, of course, as you quite rightly say, it, it's... Uh, it's a very, very, I think, quite cheap service, actually. Of course, people can give more than £10, can't they? Yep, they can add an additional donation if they'd like to. Obviously, we we welcome that and we're more than grateful um, for it. Um, but there's no inclination to do it if you don't want to. Now, if they want to book in to get to get the Christmas trees picked up, but again, do they do that via your website? Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. So if you go to um, diverseabilities.org.uk slash trees... Um, or likewise have a little look on our website under the get involved uh, section Um, and it's just a short form you literally just pop in uh, your address where you'd like to leave the tree um, a few other little bits and then you're done and it's all booked in and ready and we'll come round on the weekend of the 9th of January easy peasy and you're doing your bit to support a fantastic wonderful charity (laughs) well of course lots of us have got dogs my youngest son has just uh, got a dog and uh, and uh, I was going to say a little dog but He's actually not quite a little dog. He's a Labrador and growing by the moment, you know. And uh, <laughs> But, of course, people, uh, they, they love taking their dogs for walks every day. And I guess it's also a very social thing as well, Naomi. Not that you have that problem because you have a cat. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but nevertheless, somebody in your wonderful organisation has come up and thought, hmm, we could, we could do something with these doggy lovers. Yeah, so Karen, who's the head of events, who joined at a similar time to me, um, in her interview she said she wanted to do a dog jog, um, and now she's staying chicken true to her word. Um, So we're doing a 5K um, dog jog 
called Paws on the Shores. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're welcoming families along to either walk, run or jog or, um, the 5K along Sandbanks Beach um, near Jazz Ca- uh, Jazzy's Cafe, is it? The Jazz Cafe, that's it. Um, And there will be a prize winner for the best dressed dog. Uh, So, yeah, getting those Christmas antlers out there and some little (laughs) Christmas jumpers for them. They could put lights on them, couldn't they? Yeah, they can get all inventive. Um, So there's an afternoon tea at the Knoll House Hotel for the winning for the best dressed dog. Um, Times will be staggered. we're working with the councils again to make sure it's all in line um, with the COVID guidelines. Um, but obviously it's outside, so you pay £10 for your dog's donation and six humans can come along with it. Um, That's a lovely way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a really nice family, feel good, get outside um, along the beach. And after okay. all that turkey and also mm-hmm. further lock in with the, with the, our bubbles of... Is it three groups of folk or family folk we can get get together with now? People will be wanting to get out. <laughs> yeah, so it's on the um, Boxing Day bank holiday on the Monday the 28th. So, yeah, I think there'll be um, a lot of people walking on that day anyway, I think. <laughs> and what sort, of, what sort of time does it all kick off? Oh, that's a good question. I actually can't remember. I will need to get back to it'll you. Be, it'll, be yeah. on the, it'll be on the website. <laughs> yeah, it's on the website. Um, I actually haven't... Um, we've literally, because we've had so much things going on at the charity, we had the auction um, and then we've got the Christmas store. Um, this was sort of the, our next thing to get out there to you guys. Um, I really should know, but I will find out. Oh, don't worry. I, put, I, put, I can have a look on your website in a minute and, and <laughs> t- tell folk, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's absolutely fabulous. And then I guess that... Uh, so we, we've talked about the, the Christmas baubles and, and the cards and not forgetting the Christmas jumpers, of course, mm-hmm. which people can purchase from your website. Uh, we've obviously talked about uh, about tree cycling and uh, what to do with those Christmas trees afterwards. And then Paul's on the shores. What a better, better way to finish you know, if you have a pet, you know. If you haven't, then I suggest you rent one. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually a website for that, Borrow My Doggy. Is I think, there really? Yeah. <laughs> I signed up to it when I was at university because I felt the need to uh, to have a little four-legged friend in my life <laughs> oh, you could, oh you could bring a stuffed dog couldn't you and, and sort of carry it along yeah it'd be a bit of a laugh yeah. wouldn't it <laughs> oh you could even dress up as a dog yourself you know well all those possibilities <laughs> all things are welcome as long as the cash comes to diverse <laughs> diverse abilities definitely so, so as you look into the into the, the the new year naomi are you already beginning to plan yeah yeah we are um we are looking at basically kickstarting off in the new year obviously now that we've got the you know the news of the vaccine um that's definitely way more promising for events moving forward uh we've actually got lots in the pipeline um which we will be pushing out there in the new year for more inspirational interviews podcasts and hope fm best bits visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again